The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Super excited to have you here. And today I want to talk to you about setting boundaries. It is a challenging thing to do sometimes. And for all my people pleasers out there, I know that if you've never been modeled, like if it's never been modeled before on how to set a boundary before in the past, then it can seem really daunting. And so I want to share with you how to set a boundary clearly and how to do it without losing friends. And I feel like that's sometimes the the deeper underlying issue is that we have a fear of the reasons why we're people pleasing is actually a trauma response majority of the time from when we were little, where we had to actually manage other people's emotions, right? So maybe a mum or a dad was either putting their emotions onto us and making it our fault of the way that we're feeling for cert- for some certain reason, which means, which is not true. It was not your fault. Or two, they were unpredictable. So if they were unpredictable with the way that they express their emotions or what their expectations were of you, then you learn to cope with that, right? It's a coping mechanism. So when we do that, we then take a lot of that behavior that we learned as a kid into our adult life. And then we do the same thing in our adult life. And what can happen is that we, we people please to the extent or to the, to our own detriment, really, where we either end up burning out or we become so resentful towards other people because we're either over delivering, undercharging, we're blurring our lines with our time, our energy and our effort. And we're giving too much of ourselves. And at the end of the day, it's actually about us. It's about the boundaries that we're not setting that's causing that result. And so what we want to do is actually address that and understand why is it that we're people pleasing? Like, what is it about the response that we get that causes us to people please? So is it because you're fearing the rejection that may come? They may take love away from you or is it that you're worried about disappointing them or upsetting them and then sometimes it's actually that we don't value our work enough like we don't really think that it's good enough and so that we're looking for that external approval or validation that we do it to try and prove our worth so we're giving 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 over giving trying to push 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 and prove our worthiness and so we continue to do it and then when we do get that recognition or approval we've actually overgiven. So then we have to keep doing that in order to prove our worth, right? So we want to uncover the root cause, like what's the root cause as to why we people please and start to actually dive into that. Now, it's most likely individual for you. So I've shared a couple of different scenarios for you. I've had different scenarios with different clients where there was different situations happening as a kid. And so they learned to people please in order to appease others, right? So we're worried about their emotions. We're putting their emotions or needs above our own. And we learn to have to do that. And so that what we also do is actually learn to not trust our own needs or not value putting our own needs first when really you need to. And at the end of the day that when you do, it's actually the best way to continue to keep a relationship intact is setting boundaries, right? It actually keeps connection instead of creates disconnection. And a lot of the time we fear the fact that it's going to create disconnection, but if they're the right people and if they value you, then they absolutely will uphold those boundaries. Now, yes, there may be a little bit of time, a little bit of transition time that you need to move through 
in order for them to understand that you're serious and that you aren't going to continue to do what you've been doing. And so it's almost like you're relearning how it is to be in that new relationship. So I really want to talk first about how we go about setting boundaries without losing friends, because I think that's one of the things that we worry about. We're either going to lose friends, lose clients, lose family members because we are setting that boundary. And at first it might be a little bit of a shock to them because you're placing a line in the sand that wasn't there before. And so they've learned to treat you a certain way. And then when you put that line in the sand, they're like, well, hang on a minute. I'm not getting what I need from you because the line in the sand wasn't there before. And I was getting more than what I needed from you because you didn't have a boundary, right? Or because you didn't have the strength to actually say no. And so at first, some people may be a little bit off put by it because they are like gaining from it. Like they're actually benefiting from the fact that you don't have boundaries in place. And so we really want to ask ourselves, like by setting this boundary in place, and if I lose this friend or family member, is it going to be a big deal? Like, I know that sounds really harsh, but if they're constantly wanting you to put their needs above their own ongoing, then you really want to ask yourself, like, do I want someone like that in my life? Because they're never going to actually value what you do. They're never actually going to appreciate you for what you do because they're always wanting to ask for more. So we just want to have that awareness first before we start going in and doing it. Because at the end of the day, if you set the boundary and they don't like it, then that's on them. That's not on you. Because it's so selfish to think that you should put your needs second to mine, right? It's super selfish. And I think that we just need to be conscious of the fact that we've created that relationship. We've created that behavior and that interaction that by setting the new boundary, we need to just uphold that boundary a few times for them to realize that it's going to be different now, right? And so people will keep treating you the way they've always treated you until you say something, until you actually put a new boundary in place. Okay, so let's talk about the dynamics of it. So first and foremost, what you want to do in setting a boundary is you want to focus on behavior, not on the person or not on the personal qualities of someone. So if I'm saying something like, I don't like it when you do this and you've got to stop doing this, that's me focusing on the person, right? When we focus on the behavior, we're more likely to get a better outcome. So, and we want to focus on ourselves when we're communicating it. So I'm no longer available for this form of behavior, right? I'm no longer available for negativity. I'm no no longer available to be treated in this way. And I would really appreciate it if you could respect me in this way by not doing this, right? So you're focused on the behavior, not the person. So if we're starting to get a little bit more upset or annoyed or frustrated, and we're communicating that you don't like them as a person, or you don't like, or you start judging that person because of their behavior, that's when we're getting too personal. We want to take the step back, take the emotion out of it and communicate the behavior. So when you raise your voice, that I find is disrespectful and I will remove myself from the conversation until you're able to speak to me with respect and lower your tone, right? So you're speaking in calm, collected tone as you communicate it and you are sharing what needs to change with regards to the behavior, okay? And so we want to be super clear and communicate it with as much certainty as possible. So certainty meaning direct with our language We want to keep the tone nice and calm and we want to say specifically what it is that we require. If you're bumbling over your words or if you're uncertain or if you're using words like maybe or might or just or is it okay that you just don't like, you know, that creates a level of uncertainty and the other person doesn't know where they stand and that's when we're starting to border on upsetting someone because it's literally like, well, hang on a minute, what do you want? Do you want me to do this or not do this, right? 
you've got to be the dominant. Like, honestly, you've got to be the dominant in the conversation. Otherwise, they will be the dominant, right? So you've got to stand strong. So hold confidence in your body language. You want to have open body language. You want to stand strong, your head up, your shoulders back. And then you want to communicate what it is that you would like to be different. Okay. So, you know, in business, it's much easier, I feel, because they're not family and friends and you can communicate what the expectations are. Now, I feel the best way to strengthen the relationship or keep a relationship intact is actually communicate your boundaries from the beginning of the relationship. It's much harder to put a new boundary in place six months in, 12 months in, if they've treated you a certain way for a period of time. It's not impossible. It's not impossible, but it is a little bit harder, okay, because they've known you a certain way, treated you a certain way for a period of time. And then when you say, well, no, I don't like this, then they're like, oh, hang on a minute. You've been fine with it for the last six months. What's changed, right? So there's, it's a little bit more challenging. So my first thing to to do, I would suggest is with every new client is about you communicate your non-negotiables, you communicate the way that they should treat you and how you will behave in the relationship as well, right? So it gets super clear on that, communicate it from the beginning, and it's much easier to then uphold it down the track if they don't abide by it. So you can go back and say, remember, we had this conversation, and this is this, and this is this. We need to make sure that that's continuing on as we go, right? So we're making sure that we're communicating that to uphold the boundary down the track. So if you find that they, you you need to set boundaries with people that have been working with you for a longer period of time. I would start to really consider the language that you use to communicate it. So it might be something like you're changing the direction of the business. You're changing the way that your services are now run. You are updating the customer service journey. And so this is how it's now going to be. This is what you can expect. You can expect a response from me within 24 hours. If it is a short term job that you need done, you will recognize that it's actually a higher price in order for me to actually execute that on that. But I also have the opportunity to say no to it because I may have a lot of other things on my plate. So here are the channels that you can you can communicate with me on. Here are the timeframes, like really be super clear on how you want them to treat you moving forward and communicate it. It's actually best for them in that way. So for you to get the best response, I would love for you to communicate here. You can expect a response from me within 24 hours or whatever it might be for you and be super clear on that. Now you communicate it in a way that it's like, For me to be able to best serve you as a client and to be able to serve my other clients, it's important that I have these boundaries in place because otherwise I don't want to, otherwise things could fall by the wayside or I won't be able to get back to you in time because I'm, you know, trying to keep up with all the communication or whatever it might be. And so making sure that you're communicating it, that it's actually best for them, that they abide by these rules. And then you want to share why, right? Like share the fact that it's actually for you to be able to do your best, do your best work. If you're being interrupted 24 seven with communication, then you're not able to do your best work. Maybe it's about, you know, boundaries around your energy, your effort, or your creativity and really allowing people to understand why you're putting this in place because, you know, you don't want to burn out because it's the last thing that you want is that you then burn out and then they don't have the support that they need or the services that they need that you provide over a longer period of time. So you want to recognize why you're putting it in place. And so give them the reasons why. And then you also want to ask them to, for the commitment and ask them for the support in this. Okay. So then they're committing to that new way of being. So you want to say something like, I would love it if you could support me in this process. It's really important to me that I give you the best service available. And I feel like these are going to be the best ways to go about this. So I would love it if you can work with this, work with me on this in order to improve it. And that way we can continue to work together. 
right? So you're gaining their commitment in a new way. Now to do this sort of work, sometimes it may be worthwhile working on the root cause as to why you feel that you people please, or even start to explore the fear that you're worried about what might happen if you did put those boundaries in place, because working it out and mapping it out in your head helps you actually deal with it. For every client that I've worked with that's had people pleasing tendencies, there was always some type of behavioral shift that's happened in their teenage years or their younger years where they learnt a certain behavior, right? So it was either modeled to them or something happened in order for them to recognize that they had to do this in order to appease another person. So there was either that or there was a fear that if I put these boundaries in place or if I communicate this, then this will happen. And so there was a fear based around it that impacted the behavior. So by unpacking that fear and exploring it and actually figuring out how you would handle that if it did happen, and then mapping out how you prevent that from happening will actually allow you to feel better about putting that process in place. Because if you play the scenario out, right, let's say that there's one person, one client that's disrespecting majority of your boundaries that you think you have, and that you know that you need to put stronger boundaries in place. And they're already disrespecting those boundaries that you want to play out the whole scenario. Let's say that they get upset and they, you know, communicate with you that they don't like these new boundaries, right? You have an opportunity to converse with them to figure out the best scenario and to figure out why they feel that way without neglecting your own boundaries, right? Because they need to be in place for a reason. This is your self-worth, right? This is your self-belief. If you go against your own boundaries, you develop a lack of trust with yourself and that is hard to come back from, right? So when you have that lack of trust, you put everybody else's needs above your own. You will continue to do that. But you, by setting your boundaries and putting those boundaries in place, you're honoring yourself in such a massive way that it's so self-loving and it is so self-honoring that it supports you to be the best version of you in every relationship that you have in your life. It is so worthwhile. And so If this person is going to continue to disrespect your boundaries, then you want to ask yourself, do you really want them in your life? Right? There are going to be other clients. It's okay to fire a client. There are going to be other opportunities to make money. And if you are holding on to a client because of scarcity or because of the fact that you're worried about what they're going to say about you, if you let them go, then you already know that they're the wrong client for you, right? You already know this. They don't belong in your business. So I want you just to have that self-awareness to be like, hang on a minute, because I guarantee you, even if it was somebody else that set clear boundaries and it went against them getting their needs met, then they probably would be upset with them too. And so you want to ask yourself again, like who's your dream client? And if they're not your dream client, then it's time to let them go. So you may lose friends or family or clients, and that's not a bad thing. They may not be gone forever. But at least you will actually be honoring yourself and having that self-trust with yourself and you won't be burning out. You'll be taking care of you. You will be a better human being for it. And then I guarantee you they'll either want to come back and spend time with you and they'll honor those boundaries because they'll recognize that it was selfish of them in the first place to not honor them. All right. So please communicate your boundaries with kindness and clarity and certainty. And then recognize that you may have to reset them again if the if people forget because they just go back into old patterns of the way they've always interacted with you. Reset it again and again. You usually have to do it two or three times and then continue to honor yourself. It is so worthwhile. You are more important. Your opinion of yourself is more important. Your needs are more important than anybody else's. Take care of you first and then take care of others, please. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions about it, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram 
And if you want me to explore any part of this even further, please let me know. I hope you have enjoyed it and I'll speak to you all next week. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.